The text that calls for our attention this Lord's Day is our gospel reading for today from Mark chapter 10, and especially these words. And James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came up to him and said to him, Teacher, we want you to do for us whatever we ask of you. And he said to them, What do you want me to do for you? And they said, Grant us to sit, one at your right hand and one at your left, in your glory. Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Some people show their cards way too early in the game. This was the case with James and John when they came up to Jesus, as we just heard about again in our Gospel reading. When they came up to Jesus, they just simply said exactly what they were thinking. They walked up to Jesus and said, Teacher, we want you to do whatever we ask of you. They made it clear right away that they were not there to offer Jesus something, but they were there to get something for themselves. And what did they want? Well, they wanted authority. They wanted power. They were there to ask Jesus that when he came into his glorious kingdom, if they might be the ones to sit on his right hand and on his left. And why was it that they wanted these positions of authority? Well, just as they had told Jesus, they wanted everyone to do whatever they asked of them. They figured that if they had authority, that would have to happen. Their needs would get met first. And who doesn't want that, according to the flesh? For the truth is, apart from Christ, that is what we all want. We want our needs to be met quickly and effectively. In our modern world, some might have expected that Jesus might respond to this bold question of these overzealous disciples by explaining to them that authority is always bad and that every relationship should be operated in a spirit of equality where no person has any authority over another. After all, in our culture, our American culture, Authority has always been viewed as a little suspect. I suppose it all began when we started a revolution against the British authorities. But it's been a theme that has run throughout our country's history ever since. In one way, you might say it's one of the great hallmarks of American culture to question authority. You still hear it today in our political discourse. Both sides of the political spectrum rail against certain authorities. Those on the right often speak about the great evil of authority when it is vested in the government. And the left often speaks about the great evil done by people like husbands and clergy and bosses when they believe they have authority over others. So why is it in our world that authority has such a bad reputation. 
I think the truth is there are two reasons why authority is thought of so poorly in our world. The first, as I mentioned before, is that none of us likes to be ruled over. We truly believe that our ideas and our thoughts are unquestionably the best ones, and that our needs are always the most important. We therefore think that we need to kind of be able to do whatever we want, wherever we want, in order to make sure our ideas and our thoughts are known and our needs are met. We often look at those with authority and think they are just there to stop us from doing what we might otherwise do ourselves. Secondly, authority has a bad reputation because many who have authority have in fact throughout times misused that authority. Just like James and John in our text, those with authority end up saying to us through their actions, we want you to do whatever we ask. They often use their authority to serve themselves. All of us have experienced personally or have heard stories about parents or rulers or pastors who have used their authority in an abusive way in order to have their desires fulfilled. So what is the solution when it comes to authority? Is authority irredeemable as much of our culture has become convinced of? Should we try to rid our society of anything or anyone that would suggest that in a relationship one person might have authority over another? Should we try to simply empower all of those who have been traditionally thought to be underneath someone else's authority? Well, the scriptures would say that that is not the answer to the problem with authority. For the scriptures actually reveal time and time again that God has ordered almost all human relationships in a way where in each relationship one party is in authority and one is under authority. But the problem really comes when we do not understand how authority is to be used. Yes, the answer is not to get rid of authority. But the answer is that authority must be redeemed, so to speak. And that means that we must turn to the one Redeemer we know, Jesus Christ, our Lord. How is it that Jesus redeems authority? Well, he does it both in word and in deed. First, let us listen to what he says. He told those power-seeking sons of thunder, James and John, who had come to him asking for places of authority, that they were not to think about authority like the rest of the world thought about authority. They were not to think of authority as something that was sought out by people in order to assure that they got exactly what they wanted. Instead, they were to learn that authority was something that was given to certain people by God in order that they might be able to serve those placed under their authority well. Whoever would be great among you must be your servant, and whoever would be first among you must be slave of all, Jesus said. That is the first way that authority is redeemed. 
It is redeemed when we understand from Jesus that the type of authority he speaks about is not to be used self or selfishly, but rather selflessly. But of course, Jesus not never simply taught in words, but backed it up with his very life. As he said, the Son of Man, after all, came not to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. When James and John asked for those places at Jesus' right and left when he came in his kingdom, Jesus asked them whether they were ready to drink the cup that he would drink. Now, of course, James and John were quick to say they were able. After all, surely the cup that a king would drink would be filled with something sweet and soothing. But Jesus rightly told them they did not understand what they were saying. For you see, the authority that the Son of Man had been given meant that he would drink a bitter cup, a bitter cup of suffering and death. And why would he use his authority to die? Well, because that is the only way he could serve us well. That was the way that he would serve us by saving us. And that is how authority is redeemed. It is redeemed when we understand that Christ used his own authority as the Son of Man, not selfishly, but selflessly. And all this means that you and I need to rethink how we think of authority. For the truth is, almost all of us, especially who are grown, are in some relationships in authority in a relationship that we have. And we must admit that often when we are given authority, we are tempted to use that authority selfishly instead of selflessly. We want to use it to get what we want. But Jesus tells us that is not how we are to think of authority. And so we must repent when we seek to use authority for ourselves. But then there is another thing that calls for our repentance. We must also repent of the way in which we often receive those that God gives us who have authority over us. Again, instead of rebelling against them, we must see that we are to receive them as a gift that God has given to us. They are people that God has given to us to help take care of us. And so when we have, for those times when we have rebelled against authority, we must also repent. No, Jesus, when asked about authority, doesn't get rid of authority. He doesn't rid the whole world of the concept of authority. Instead, he redeems the concept of by teaching and living truth. Today, Christ forgives us of our misuse of the authority we are often granted. And he forgives us as well of those times when we are less than thankful for those people that God has given authority over us for our good. And you know how he does it? Well, all with his authority. Just moments ago, I told you that by Christ's authority... All of your sins were indeed forgiven. And they were forgiven because Jesus drank that bitter cup of the cross. Today God delivers to you those words of forgiveness which were spoken to you. He gives you that forgiveness also in this meal that will be served to you where he is present for you 
according again to his authoritative word and promise. Today you enter here and you learn how authority is redeemed. For you see Jesus, the one with all authority in heaven and on earth, use that authority to serve you, to save you. Yes, you leave here seeing just how good it is when someone who loves you has authority over you. And that is how authority is redeemed. Amen.